Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode on Listen. And guess what? I still don't know what I'm doing. And the good thing is I got you guys so that we can figure this out together. How about that? So Listen is there to help you just walk away from the unknown and just hide in that cocoon of yours and try to figure things out. Because guess what? No one has a clue. I don't, you don't, and that's why we're here. So on to this week's episode. We're going to talk about anxiety. Ooh, anxiety. A lot of us don't know what anxiety is. So let me just explain and br- briefly describe what anxiety is. Anxiety is when you your brain tends to tell you that everything you're doing is wrong and that you are not worth it and it oftenly makes you feel unsure of yourself mostly on most things that you do so you find yourself doubting everything that you do you found yourself you find yourself in and out of your own thoughts and you're wondering what's going on so i'm going to just briefly mention a few of the things that you can note when you your friend or you have anxiety so number one i'm going to talk about my own story as obvious whose whose story else am i going to talk about so i'm going to share my experience with anxiety which is still battle till date and i'm hoping sooner or later i'm going to find that remedy that is going to work out for me however when i started noticing i had anxiety hmm, now that's a tough one I was so young and um, if you've been following my podcasts, you would understand um, how traumatic um, how traumatic it was for me to lose my only brother who was the eldest. And um, I guess that's when I can say I started having anxiety, but it wasn't as severe as it is now. Um, I think when I was young, I I had emotional support that could make me feel a little bit more better and less anxious. And I think right now adulthood just kicked in. So when I lost my brother, I remember I started um, having hallucinations and that's one sign of anxiety. You start having hallucinations. It's like schizophrenia. I don't know if I said that right. Anyway, let me not try to repeat that because my tongue won't allow it. Anyway, so um, you start having hallucinations. So I would walk by the road and um, I would start seeing my brother everywhere. Literally everywhere. I could hear him speak all the time. I could hear voices in my head and I'm like, what is going on so i was so young and it kind of messed up my education for a while so for about three months i couldn't concentrate in class because of the hallucinations and the voices and i was wondering what was going on what was going on until i started having um zoning out moments where you find yourself just staring into the unknown your mind is blank. You're not thinking of anything. You're just staring. 
you, you can't hear what's going on around you you're just staring and you're just looking at everything and you're wondering can anyone hear me is everyone else seeing what i'm saying and that happened a lot when i was in the classroom so the teacher would be teaching and i am completely zoned out and when they would try to get me back to reality i would gasp with a lot of fear and i remember i had so many meetings in the staff room with the teachers trying to find out what was really going on in my mind and i remember when i was so young i didn't understand that it was anxiety which was in the first stages so it didn't bother me at all me listening to hallucinations and having to see my brother all the time meant that i didn't have to miss him a lot but i didn't know my brain was playing tricks on me while i was young why would i even think my brain was playing tricks on me so um growing up um the anxiety wasn't as often so probably when i was thinking about my brother that's when i would probably struggle a lot with it but it started being severe when i um, i experienced the rape incident when i was 16 so after the rape incident i started noticing that um i'm having shortness of breath every time i'm thinking about what happened or i might be overthinking what might have happened when i was blacked out in that party so my brain would constantly overthink 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 and sign number two not number two number three actually of you finding out that you've got anxiety is that your heart races so fast like your heart beat is like your heart wants to pump out of your chest and the moment you start feeling your heart is pumping that fast and that hard you normally find yourself losing breath it's like the air around you is not enough and you're struggling and you're struggling to breathe all of it in you can't sit down you're feeling very dizzy everything around you is like going blurry your legs go numb and you find yourself collapsing down so um that didn't happen after the rape after the rape i just started having the heart rates going high i couldn't walk outside at night on my own i started having hallucinations in the dark i would see images and i would think people are coming at me at night so i couldn't go to the shop at night on my own and it was starting to become a problem because how can you start explaining to your parents that mom and dad um i'm afraid of the dark mom and dad there's something in the path and there's nothing there's literally nothing it's just your brain trying to form that image to make you feel scared so um sign number four that you're having anxiety is overthinking so i started overthinking what if we didn't have that party what if what if what if and as i grew older i realized the what ifs started being so constant that i started worrying about them because i was constantly regretting on my decisions constantly doubting my decisions constantly having to second having second thoughts on my decision and normally i wouldn't do that so we've talked about zoning out we've talked about hallucinations we've talked about number three heart rates goes faster and then we've talked about shortness of breath 
these are all signs of anxiety so um we've talked about numbness of your legs we've talked about your head being the like head is light and you start feeling dizzy so after all those things that i was going through now um the first time i lost my first pregnancy that's when like the anxiety just had a committing and decided okay season one loaded let's do this let's do this and that's when i can say i had like full-blown anxiety i had like an anxiety attack that's the first time i could remember i had an anxiety attack because i remember after it happened it started like an asthma attack i was like feeling so dizzy and everything around me was spinning so fast and he couldn't breathe and i'm like i'm like trying to get my breath but i couldn't find any and i'm like seated there my like, heart is like i can really literally see my heart pumping like what's going on what's going on what's going on and i'm trying to stand up going back down stand up going back down it's not working nothing seemed to work so i just decided so i decided that i was sick and depressed and i needed medical attention but i didn't get it then i was still under counseling after the rape incident and yeah for a while it was working out but then again i lost the second pregnancy and then now that didn't hit me so hard um but the anxiety was coming as more frequent than before so when i lost my third pregnancy now that's when everything went from bad to triple worse i used to lay in my bed in fact i used to enjoy laying in my bed feeling these little humans just kicking and moving around so my bed was just my comfort zone so imagine after i lost the pregnancy my mind couldn't allow me to sleep in my bed it was that bad so funny i would go and sit down and i'm watching this movie and i'm so okay while watching the movie the moment i decide i now want to go to bed i'm like okay i'm like ready my mind is ready let's go sleep i would change into my nightgown enter my bed and my mind just says no 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 we're not doing this and my breath just goes away and you start now looking for air to breathe everything around me seems so stuffy the bed is uncomfortable i'm trying to move around i can't and i have to like leap out of the bed and imagine the moment i leap out of my bed i'm okay like i go back to being normal my heart goes back to beating the way it used to beat and everything seems to go back to normal but i try a few minutes later to get back into my bed and i couldn't because why the anxiety attack again so i realized i couldn't sleep in my bed because my bed had so many memories of me being with child that my brain can't try to think of me without that like me without the pregnancy and stuff 
so i had to sleep on the couch for almost two months and for the two months i felt my back was aching because my mind just didn't want me to sleep in the bed until i had to get anxiety pills to help me sleep so when i got the anxiety pills to help me sleep <laughs> this is now where the funny part comes in um anxiety also comes with sleep disorders so when you find yourself um having insomnia and you find yourself um having leg syndrome leg syndrome is where you just keep on shifting your leg from one point to another from one point to another and you can't sleep you find yourself just having like less sleep maybe an hour and you're awake your brain just automatically like, automatically wakes you up or sometimes you find yourself just unable to sleep as in your eyes just wide open with everything you try to do your eyes just are wide open and there's nothing you can do about it so um my experience with, with anxiety is not all like a smooth ride and i know lots of us are going through that some of us don't even know that anxiety is a clinically diagnosed mental health disorder and up to now i still struggle with it my last anxiety attack was in our house today when i received the most saddest news of my life but before i tell you that um my anxiety hit me one time when i was at work and it cost me my job so that day was the day i lost my first pregnancy and i so hate that date so so much it's the 23rd of september yearly and i so hate it so i remember i was at work that day and i just coincidentally woke up with zero moods i i didn't even remember what that date was but i just woke up with zero moods i walk into the office and um a colleague of mine is like trying to just tease me and i remember telling her of like back off i'm not in the good moods today just back off and she's like what's up with you and i'm like just leave me alone i don't want to talk to anyone so after a few hours i lean to her and i'm like this and this and this is what is going on in my mind right now and funny thing is that i can't control it because my mind for some reason has decided to just leave that image there for me to just be sad and sulk about it and so it kept playing that image of me having to lose my child over and over and over and over and over and i remember i woke up and i went to speak to one of my heads and i was like i'm not feeling well i need to go visit a family doctor and so um the head says sit until 3 p.m um i think that's the only time i can be able to release you because now it's still too early so i go back to my desk and i sit down and i remember telling the same colleague that i'm having an anxiety attack because when i just went and sat down i started feeling the woozy feeling and i knew oh my god it's starting 
it's starting. When you've had anxiety for a long time, you know when it's starting. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, it's starting, it's starting. And she's like, what's starting, what's starting? And I'm like, I'm having an anxiety attack. She's, She keeps on telling me, Juliet, breathe, breathe, breathe. I want you to put whatever you're putting on your system and let's go to the bathroom. Let's go and talk about it in the bathroom. So me trying to wake up, I can't. I feel like I'm choking from my own clothes. And I'm trying to remove every cloth that I have. Everything around me seems like it's choking me. I'm I'm like open all windows. They're like all windows are open. I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I remember me telling her, I'm having an anxiety attack. I'm having an anxiety attack. And she was like, Juliet, breathe, 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 breathe. And the next thing I know, I blacked out. So um, here I am at work blacked out and i wake up three hours later in nairobi women's hospital not remembering what happened and so um i had to spend like five days out of work and when i went back to work things weren't the same my anxiety had just ruined my job for me and i felt so sad about it and when i got back to work everyone was just looking at me like she's the girl that fainted and when i went and sat down since sometimes I don't remember what actually happens when I'm having an anxiety attack, I tried to ask my colleague, what was I doing? What did I look like? And she said, it looked like you were having multiple seizures. And I'm like, multiple seizures? She's like, your whole body was just shivering. You're moving up and down and you couldn't breathe. We actually thought you were dying. And I knew then, then whatever my bosses saw, they knew I was a liability and they couldn't keep me there. So uh, for a few weeks I was there, they just found something. You know, when the boss looks for something to just tell you to go home, they just found that one thing they wanted to tell me to go home with. And uh, they finally did get it. So that's how I lost my job due to my anxiety. And um, about today... I've been receiving very sad news lately of my very close friends and very close parents to my ba- my babies, which were my children where, where, where I used to teach, have died. It wasn't that so bad until today when I received news of someone I considered my second mom. She passed away and I wasn't there. And it hurt so bad knowing that I wasn't there. So while I was trying to compose myself, uh, my mom calls me up and she's like, your dad has been involved in an accident. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I'm so sorry, what? And I'm like, I'm so tired. And she's like, Juliet, breathe. Don't even dare. And I'm like, I'm so really tired. I'm just tired of all these things. I'm tired of always being traumatized with all these traumatic events happening left right and center i just need to breathe and be at peace and she's like i'm going to hang up this phone call right now because i need you to breathe and she did hang up the phone call so i took i take my sister's phone and i call my dad up i'm like what's up what's going on i've been told there's an accident at first he didn't pick which made me go into panic mode but then again he picked once he picked i I've never felt so glad in my life to just hear my dad's voice on the end of the line. It sounded so magical. 
And I was so grateful. That is the one moment where me and my anxiety agreed. I needed to be grateful for that moment. But my anxiety had not let me sit down. It made me keep overthinking how I wasn't there for my friend. How if my dad did this and this, he wouldn't have hit his car. How um we, we are, we are, me and my sister are very bad friends. We've not been there for my friend. It is just making me feel so tired and overwhelmed. Until date, I'm trying to find remedies to the anxiety. But I recently found out if you listen to very slow music, very slow music that doesn't trigger your heart rate to just rise a little bit, you can be able to control your anxiety. I've also recently found out if you wear socks, warm fuzzy socks, they keep your legs warm and yeah, the cold blood or I don't know if they... It's allowed to be called cold blood. If it meets with the warm blood, that's when you find yourself just, I don't even know how to say it, but I'm just so grateful. Everything worked out and yeah, that's my first phase of anxiety. I'm going to a little bit, I'm still overwhelmed. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm going to always be uploading that my anxiety journey because I had to just just briefly talk about it before I go deeply into it and in depth and just explain each and every um every characteristics I've mentioned in this podcast. So if you wear warm fuzzy socks, the warm blood will meet with the cold blood and will prevent, it's like a current in the sea, will prevent you from getting numb feet or your hands being numb or maybe gaps of air in your blood that will make cause hiccups and stuff like that. And also, when you find yourself having an anxiety attack and you're on your own, I need you to breathe. You take a deep breath in through your mouth or through your nose, whichever you're comfortable with. But you take a deep breath in. I use my nose. I hold it in for 10 seconds. And I release. So you breathe. Hold it in. And release. Breathe. Hold it in. And release. And trust you me. It works for me. It will definitely work for you. That is a guarantee. Just breathe. We are not okay. All of us are not okay. But do you know what? We are all safe. We are all safe. It's just our brains trying to make us feel otherwise. But we are safe. And for that reason, I'm also going to create a safe haven for us to just talk about anxiety and our experiences and just know what kind of remedies we all got to help us pass through this difficult moment. Yeah, and I'm so grateful that I was able to overcome my fear and just try to be there and provide for my friends. Be there and let's talk about it and listen 
and just be there to just comfort each other it's very very important so remember guys fuzzy socks deep breaths very deep breaths okay guys so um that's it for this week's episode probably i'll post another episode before the week ends hopefully but until then tune in next week same place i'll be able to give you your weekly podcast fix and remember you can always find us on our social media platforms reach out kenya on facebook reach out kenya on instagram reach out kenya on twitter reach out kenya zero at gmail.com juliet amiga 58 at com. thank you so much guys for tuning in until next time that's it for today.